This is Game Codes on the Raw Show's biggest sporting debate. Jeff is a Sheffield Shield season game one. It is over. Round one, yes, it was. Uh, Round one. Uh, I suppose a couple of one one game we definitely don't want to talk too much <laughs> yeah. about, but a couple of a uh, couple of other decent ones. Even I would have made runs at Junction Oval, I reckon. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we got Scott Pride, cricket expert at theraw.com.au, joining us. How are you, legend? Pretty good. Now, let's jump into the Sheffield Shield, mate. What impressed you most in the first round? Well, apart from that terrible, terrible pitch at uh, Junction <laughs> Oval, which we won't even, won't even touch, uh, probably David Warner's century and uh, Jai Richardson's bowling was, were probably the two standouts for mine. I mean, David Warner's 125. Uh, he's come back from England horrendously out of form. And while there is a bit of a narrative going around that, you know, Warner can score runs at home, that pitch wasn't, a, I guess, a typical road that you'd see in Australia. Um, everyone failed on that pitch. You know, Queensland were rolled for, what was it, 150. The Blues were struggling. Uh, Warner's score when he got 125 was uh, almost double the next highest score at that point. Uh, and then, yeah, Josh, uh, sorry, Jai Richardson, uh, he grabbed three poles in that, that Tasmanian innings. And, and I think there's one bowling spot up for grabs in the um, in the Australian side when we come to the start of the summer. So uh, he probably is in, in the inside running for that now with Mitchell Stark's ordinary performance at the Gabba. Yeah, Stark had a, had a bit of a rough ride, but um, yeah, certainly same can't be said for David Warner. And we talked about it last week. Guys who needed some runs in the Sheffield Shield to start the season, he was top of that list, and he delivered. Um, perhaps not particularly surprising to see him making runs in Australia, but um, you know, a century is a century. It's I'd almost argue that's enough to guarantee him a spot. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, in, in the Test side for the, for the first match this year, I think you know he's shown that. He still hasn't lost his penchant for hitting heaps of runs on Australian soil, although he still a flat did kind of maybe make a duck in the second innings, which not too many people are talking about. Um, but yeah, he, he did what he had to do. Um, Tim Payne, what a great story that is. His second ever first-class century, um, and a crucial one for Tasmania too. I think without that, there's no way they finish that match. Uh, with a draw against WA. His last first-class century came in 2006 when he was playing against Justin Langer, not being coached by him. Um, So wonderful to see him, particularly given Alex Carey made a ton as well and... You know, lots of chat during the Ashes that Tim Payne wasn't holding his spot in the side, um, you know, on account of his batting frailties, I guess. So so uh, it's just a couple of good results for the Australian selectors as much as anyone else in that two people they would, you know, almost certainly have in their, in their side are beginning to, or beginning the season on the right foot. I think the other position that's probably uh, locked itself in after that first round is number three. Wasn't um, Kalaja had a double failure and Manus Labashain had two, two half centuries on a very difficult gathered deck, obviously very low scoring game. So I think Manus has uh, locked in, himself into the side for the first test. What about Marcus Harris? Made 100 at Junction Oval. Everyone made 100 at the Junction Oval. Is he opening the batting for Australia? Has he got a bit more to do? In, I think we need, we need to wait for the next couple of rounds. Uh, it's too hard to tell based on that Junction Oval pitch when you have 11 wickets for 1,200 runs. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Harris was fine. Uh, I have questions about his technique just outside off stump um, at test level. And, you know, yeah, batting on that pitch has... One minute. ...done nothing to, um, to ease those concerns. I mean, yeah, made 100, great. Tom Cooper made 280... Um, Madison made 200 Madison made 200 There were four, four centuries Two double centuries in that match 
runs don't really count there, do they? No, no, no. It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty average. What disappointed you most about the round, other than Junction Oval? Don't bring that up. Junction Oval. <laughs> uh, probably Cameron Bancroft, thirty and a duck. Uh, ordinary performance from him. Uh, I think that actually works in Harris's favour, but. Yeah, Bancroft. Yeah, Mitchell Marsh for mine. People want him to emulate Ben Stokes. I don't think they meant punching a wall. Um, <laughs> because, yeah. That's, You've worked he, on he that was at, all weekend. Oh, I, got, I got to bed around 2 o'clock, all right? I mean, look, he actually batted quite well, made a 50, then made a 40, or oh, other way around, and then, yeah, goes and takes his anger out on the dressing room wall. It's not, not smart from Mitch. His brother went all right okay. as well. He might get selected. Didn't he get a duck or a very yeah, low got, score got in the first innings? <laughs> yeah, still got a 50. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we got on the Sheffield Shield. Joined by Scott Pride, cricket expert at the Thanks for coming on A Game of Codes, legend. Thanks for having me on. All right, Jeff, as that just about brings us to the end of episode 52 of A Game of Codes, the show's biggest sporting debate. What are you keeping your eye on over the next couple of days? Well, we've had precious few trades to actually discuss from the past week or so. So hopefully, hopefully the next two days just erupts into a torrent of player movement because I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Deadline day, it's all going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be sure, a late. Has to, has to. <laughs> it's going to be a late night on the trade desk, but uh, be good fun. Anyway, this is the Game of Codes on the Raw Show's biggest sporting debate. Wherever you get us, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast. Be sure to review and subscribe. We'll see you Thursday on the Raw Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.